0: This is Steven Lurie, I'm with B2B Rocks. Today is December 20th. Hold on, let me switch screens here. Always, always behind on here. It's December 20th. Hopefully, most of your Christmas shopping is done, or at least you have a good idea of what you're going to be doing. Or, or maybe uh, you're not even going to do Christmas this year and, and just going to do something more ecological. That, that's, that's fine. That's great. Hey, wow uh i got a friend who just came in so just want to say welcome d uh good to see you there um i'm really excited today um i used to work in the iot industry industry so this show is a little bit of a treat for me as well as hopefully for some of our audience as well um i have a guy here who is pretty well known in the iot industry and always has interesting uh comments about what's going on here and um this is great opportunity for me to pick his brain so with that let me introduce afzal i hope afzal i hope i pronounced that correctly maybe yeah, it'll correct. help me here
1: thanks perfect
0: oh let me bring you up afzal did i pronounce that right
1: yeah it's perfect thanks steve <clears throat> good
0: um so I, I mentioned I worked used to work in IoT. You currently work in IoT, correct? Yeah, that's correct. I'm yeah. I'm, I'm still who, surviving. You're still survivor. Yeah, he's a survivor. <laughs> um, who do you tell? Who do you work for? Tell us about your role.
1: Um, so so just a question which I actually had to ask uh, earlier already, and I'm sorry for that. Do we only have people listening, or also people watching?
0: There are people watching you right okay, now. Okay,
1: great. Okay, then I keep yeah. my camera on. Yeah. Um, so, um, yeah, uh, hey guys, my name is Afzal, and thanks for having me here, Steve. Uh, so what I'm doing is I'm heading a platform and a team uh, which is known as iotcreators.com, and it is part of a bigger organization, um, known as Deutsche Telekom. And some of you might know it as T Mobile instead of Deutsche Telekom. Okay, um, so, uh, yeah, that's where I am.
0: Okay, Deutsche Telekom. It's- T Mobile's a US brand, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. Actually, the T in T Mobile stands for Telecom. And everyone okay. in Germany, because the headquarters of Deutsche Telekom is in Germany, of course, and everyone in Germany knows Deutsche Telekom as Telekom. Yeah. Okay. So here's our
0: launch thing. So, what does IoT Creators do? What do you do exactly at IoT Creators?
1: So, we do two things. Um, the first thing that we do, maybe the, the, the most important thing today, is helping companies getting started with with IoT development. Um, And especially those companies who need cellular connectivity, because you can also deploy an IoT solution on Wi-Fi, Bluetooth, and non-cellular connectivity. But if you need the operator's network and you want to start small, we are there to help you. And the second thing is um, uh, for those companies who are scaling and they want to manage their devices, uh, monitor the uptime, uh, improve the performance, update the firmware, they can also do that in our platform.
0: Okay. Oh, really interesting. Um first of all about IoT, I don't know when the original predictions came out, but years ago PricewaterhouseCoopers, like all these different analyst groups came out, Gartner came out and said that the world would soon be populated with a crazy number of of IoT devices. It hasn't been anything like what company or what these analysts predicted. What happened?
1: What happened? What didn't happen? I think that, um, yeah, what well, did it happen, yeah. It's what I said before, right? A lot is happening in IoT and a lot is not happening today. So no. I think that everyone is um, overestimating the potential. Um, uh, it's overestimating the potential on short, short term of IoT. Mm. And everyone is underestimating the, um, the effort that needs to be done. In, yeah. in order to adapt IoT transformation, and I have to admit that I made the same mistake. But I've learned very, I've learned, I've failed and learned very fast. It was, um, it, it, I started in IoT in this industry in 2017, and together with some other amazing people, I was asked by the by the uh, the board of T-Mobile Netherlands to introduce a platform in order to sell uh, connectivity for IoT use cases. Um, And um, I mean, we are already connecting devices with SIM cards for decades, right? Like Mm -hmm. less systems in in retail, uh, cars, um, uh, telematics. But um, in 2017, with the birth of two new technologies, narrowband IoT and LTM, for those IoT devices that need to stay alive on a battery for more than 10 years um, we needed new technologies so um, in 2017 we had the um, pleasure at t-mobile netherlands to launch these networks and um, the moment that we launched let's call it the early access network because in 2017 we didn't commercialize it yet so we we launched the early access network and uh, thousands of people uh, not only from the Netherlands, but also people outside the Netherlands, they traveled to the Netherlands to, to to use the network, to test it for prototyping. So they came to me, they asked for test SIM cards, and everyone was super excited. Everyone said, yeah, we are going to do ten thousands of devices in the next two years. We are going to do hundred thousands of devices in, in, in the next two years. Very ambitious. And I believed it. I was that enthusiastic as well. But what I've learned after two years is that most projects after the, the pilot phase, they, they get stuck. And if, yeah. you, if you look on LinkedIn, or if you Google for IOT articles, you will read and you will come across a lot of articles and maybe podcasts and videos where people say, it's, it gets stuck because of security. It gets stuck because of the business case. It's getting stuck because um, uh, they didn't choose the right connectivity. Yeah, or the, the, the they didn't choose the right hardware. But in my opinion, and this is this is what I learned that yeah, when I failed uh, in, in 2018, was that the reason why most of the projects get stuck is because people are not um, able to, to change. Most of the people are not willing to change. Yeah, a very very tangible example, and I use this a lot, um, is the, the, the heating boiler. Yeah, in, in mm-hmm. In countries with low temperatures, we have heating boilers in all our buildings and, 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 and houses, right? Our homes. Yeah. And um, if you look at the Western Europe, we have a big problem when it comes to finding mechanics, engineers who can maintain and install these heating boilers. Yeah. Sure. So, so there is scarcity on, on the market. Yeah. So um, the problem of the insulation company of heating boilers is two-sided today. On one hand, they are wasting time by sending the few people that they have to drive across the country just to do yearly checks. And nine out of the ten times, they, found, uh, they, they find out that nothing is wrong with, with the heating boiler. And okay. every time uh, they, they can install a new heating boiler in a new building, they have to say no because they don't have people. Yeah, so they are okay. losing money and they are um, missing out on, on more profit. Yeah. Okay. So, um, um, there is an app for that, and there is a device for that, because there is a company, and the company is called Insmart. They made a device which is heating boiler agnostic, and they they did pilots with ten insulation companies here in uh, in, in Europe. And um, uh, what happened after the pilot, the successful pilot, the CEO said, "Hey, the business case it's proven. The technology is proven. There is more profit." We are um, reducing our costs. This is amazing. We should have it. But then the, um, the, the, the uh, sales director comes in and he says, okay. but, you know, we are already selling these heating boilers as is for three decades. And we don't want to sell IT. You know, we didn't study networking or computer technology. We don't want to sell software on top of the heating boiler. We don't want yeah. to learn new stuff. The customer service manager says, yeah, but now our... Phone oh, shoot.
0: Looks like we just. Hopefully, he's going to come back here for a second.
1: I need to restart. Was-
0: we, we lost you.
1: Are you, can you still here?
0: Yeah, I lost you for about 10 seconds.
1: Okay. Okay. So, um, what, I, what I said is that uh, with, the, with a device that measures every 15 minutes the status of a heating boiler, the, the problem is solved, right? I mean, you you don't have to send your very few people on the road to drive to customers just to check if everything is all right. You can okay. you can you can save uh, those people from useless um, uh, how do you say that U- useless customer visits to install new heating boilers in new buildings and earn more profit, right?
0: Simply put, you can use your resources better.
1: Yeah, you can put yeah exactly yeah yeah yeah. So. Um, now you could say that okay, the business case it's proven, the technology works, so let's let's scale up. Yeah, mm-hmm. let's implement this on all our heating boilers. but there is a lot of resistance in the organization. Yeah, the, the, the guy from security will, will say to the CEO, Yeah, we like the solution, but it's not secure enough. The sales director said, Yeah, you know, we didn't study to sell software. We only we, we, we are only used to sell heating boilers. We're not qualified to sell software and we are not able we're not willing to reskill. And the customer service manager says, yeah, but I don't have a sales team. I have a service team. So if we don't have uh, surface calls anymore, because now we can predict when the heating boiler needs service, then I need to reskill my team. And no one is willing to reskill. Yeah. Even worse. Yeah, um, uh, there is um, a municipality here in the Netherlands, small city, and they have a few dozens of water meters non-smart water meters, dump water meters, non-connected. And there is one guy who earns um, around 120K per year. That's his uh, year salary. And he's uh, 63. So in a couple of years, he's going to retire. His mm-hmm. full-time job is, or let's say 10 hours per week, is driving around on his bicycle to, me- to measure the water levels and water quality. Yeah. And the other 30 hours per week, he's somehow reporting on those 10 hours. That's his full-time job, yes? Right. So 120K per year. Now, this um, uh, municipality smart city director is her job title. She is now able to buy a device or some devices, 13,000 euros one-off, and then the job is done for the next five years. 13,000 euros for five years versus 120K for five years. You know what she literally said to me? Yeah, you know what? I like the solution, but um, you know, this guy, you know, I don't want to take his job away from him because he's going to retire in four years, yeah. So I said, Okay, yeah, f- fair enough, but um, he can he, he can he can reskill and solve another problem in the city, right?
0: Yeah,
1: and then she said she, she was honest about it, she didn't say it's not secure enough or um, um, it doesn't comply to our, to our uh, legal guardrails. That kind of stuff, she was very honest. She said, You know what? If I tell him that he needs to do other stuff in this last phase of his career, he will show a lot of resistance. And I'm not, I, I'm not super eager to, to fight that fight with him, so let's just leave stuff as it is. So that was a very long answer to your question, um, uh, Steve. But this is so
0: it sounds so, 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 so like, in addition to all the other challenges, there's businesses and human challenges just about changing processes and organizational change.
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: Um, it's interesting. Uh, just an anecdote. One time I was on a plane flight with a, a software executive and he showed me a framed letter he kept in his bag and he was working at uh, Kodak and he said, watch out for digital cameras. They're coming for our market. And um, he framed the, e- the email where his team mocked him and said, digital camera is right. And uh, he no longer worked at Kodak, and Kodak really no longer existed as a, as a company either. Um, I mean, they still sell film, but like just a touch of what they did. So, do you th- do you think this is temporary? Do you think this is going to change the human, the organizational challenges, or do you, do you think as we as we see more adoption, that'll change? Or
1: um, that's the the, the 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 magic question, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, I hope that it will change. Um, uh soon as soon as yeah. possible of course because um uh the earlier the better the sooner the better but yeah. um it's still you know every time when 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 a company that 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 wants to adopt IT transformation when they approach a consultancy or a system gra- uh, integrator with the question can you help me adopting IT transformation then they always start with a business case Mm -hmm. Yeah, They always start with a business case. And what is a business case? It's just the research of feasibility, right? This is what we are going to invest. This is the return. But in my opinion, it's it's not the right way to start IoT transformation because I think that in the first phase of IoT transformation, the HR manager of the company should be part of the project. Everyone in the organization needs to have a very strong personal development plan that says... That you're going to reskill, and this is what you are going to do in, in the future because this makes you happy, this makes you excited, and this make, makes you grow. Yeah. The moment that you achieved something like that in your organization, everyone or most of the people will be eager to, to shift to their new job and tasks. Okay. And everyone, everyone will contribute in making this business case feasible. Yeah, and, and today, I think. You know, if there are one thousand or no ten thousand uh, IoT projects going on, I think only one out of that those ten thousand is taking into account the HR part. So I, I think that it's it, it will take another twenty or thirty years before before people will be ready to uh, adopt these kind of transformations.
0: Well, I latch onto something you said early on, which is um, you know the benefits appear you know really important initially but they're harder to measure than we think. And also, but the solutions themselves are really complicated and require a lot of cross-organizational thinking. And even just to bring together a solution is really complicated. I want to talk a little bit about the different types of IoT. So you mentioned devices with 10-year lifespans. Um, and that's, that's type of IoT is, is one that has, and I think one of the most interesting potentials for like water and electricity and different applications, these industrial applications out in the field where it's not a factory. And, and literally, this is linked to the UN sustainability goals. And, and there's lots of important things. Countries like Australia right now are, are using IoT and newer networks to basically manage their water resources better, which is, depending on how we see it, either the driest continent or country in the world um so it's pretty important that they manage water so there's a lot of efficiency that they're looking to get that this is really important um but it's really hard to do it's really challenging to put that that's um 2022 i think was kind of a pivotal year for a lot of reasons um there was a lot of evolution in connectivity so um you were talking about sim connectivity so we had 2g and 3g um then we had a later entry from france sig Fox. Uh, which was a connectivity option. Is Sigfox still in business? Are they still are they still around?
1: Yeah, I think they they, they are still around. They are everywhere. They are still everywhere, and they are growing. Uh, I mean, um, uh, okay. I, I can see it around me, especially in the tracking and, and logistics. Tracking they're adding, and logistics. Yeah, they are adding a lot of uh, value. Yeah. yeah.
0: Okay, so that was one of the things that was started in French Tech. Yeah. Then we had another thing, uh, Laura Wan which was kind of um, similar to a cellular network, but usually private networks. Um, and LoRaWAN, it kind of blew up. And, and we see LoRaWAN networks in, in a lot of places around the world, which, and LoRaWAN provides data um, and you don't have to use, you have very low electricity consumption. Uh, I think um, it uses very little electricity to, to get the data. Um and NBO two, this is kind of a big year for NBIOT, which is part of five G, which is often like a lot of people are scared of five G, but part of five G is LTE and NBIOT, what Absal was talking about. And this has kind of been the year of, of NBIOT, and we've seen five NBIOT networks around the world. Is five is NBOT finally mature?
1: No. No, no, it's not it's not no. not mature enough. I mean it's 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 mature enough. To deploy certain use cases, yeah, very okay. limited amount of use cases. And look uh, uh, for the for the people listening or watching, I'm not a narrowband IT hater and a Laura One lover. I love both. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, uh, and I have to and I, I even have to emphasize that um, I benefit more financially in my business from narrowband IT than than One. Yeah, so I, I, I really have a personal interest in, in, in narrowband IT. So it's not mature enough if you compare it to LoRa One. And, um, you know, when we talk about maturity, usually in technology, we always talk about the scalability of the technology, uh, uh, the fact um, whether there are still a lot of teething problems or not. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I see it a little bit different because uh, every technology has... Its own problems, and even after fixing all the teething problems, you will always um, you will always uh, stumble upon new problems. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, the the thing what makes a technology mature, in my opinion, is the ecosystem or the 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 community around the technology. And if you look at LoRa One, the community it's huge. And there is a lot of consensus you know there is only one way to do it you want to uh, install street lighting you want to develop the device from scratch this is how you do it this is the set of rules you want to um, install parking sensors this is how you do it yeah this is how you make sure that you your battery will not drain and th- the knowledge on how to do it it's, it's publicly available yeah it's 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 transparent With Narrowband IT, it's different, you know, because Narrowband IT is is a technology that is um, being offered by very traditional companies, operators, where I'm coming from, semiconductors. They usually wait for a very big fish, a customer that signs a contract uh, with a long-term commitment, a customer that commits to uh, 10,000 or maybe 100,000 of devices. And when that contract is signed, only then they are going to share knowledge, and only with this customer. So everything what happens around Narrowband IT and NLTM, yeah, so let's say the 5G technologies, it, happen, it happens beyond closed doors. Yeah,
0: okay. and, and everyone
1: is doing it for, them, for themselves. Yeah, so Deutsche yeah. Telekom, I'm part of Deutsche Telekom, but we are not, unfortunately, not working together with Vodafone and with Orange and with semiconductors. And w- well, actually that, that is what, what, what is happening in one, right? Everyone is like, okay, we are competitors, but we all agree that this is the way how to do it. And we don't have that in, in, in narrowband IT and LTM.
0: It's, it's funny because the value often in IoT is the data that's reculted and, and what you can do to act upon that data. Um, I read a use case, it was I think in Nashville, Tennessee, where they built a solution that they were controlling air quality, and when air quality was low, they would send out a message different people who had asthma not to leave their house, and they were able to reduce, um, entrance into uh, ERs. So fewer people were going to ERs for respiratory issues by doing this. Um, and one of the two of the problems that were r- remarked about this solution, which amazing solution, I mean, saves lives. I mean, and and and, but it cost a lot of money to do and because the data models behind it were standardized you couldn't roll it out to the world it would have to be kind of done locally and recreated locally in each in each country and so so if you do work in in the united states or in one or in one locality you can't use that work and then roll it out to mumbai or another city somewhere else around the world and so one of the things that i would like to see is all the data to be standardized underneath that But once again, everybody's pulling in a different direction and no one's really standardizing data. So that that issue of like not sharing, um, everyone's going to have 100% of a smaller pie or a big chunk of a smaller pie as a a smaller chunk of a bigger pie. It's really too bad.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's, Um, that's exactly the sad thing, right? I mean, I don't want to make people cry uh, while listening to (laughs) to me right now but this is where we are today people are everyone is like how can we share the pie together but no one is working on making a bigger pie
0: yeah yeah really interesting what about this year was also we saw a lot of companies either sell off their iot divisions or close their iot divisions or, or move on from it altogether and just say this isn't uh our thing um so i think you had it was the company out uh that makes the chips um the, the arm arm had an iot group yeah. yeah and i think they're in the process of selling up sell it off google had an iot gr- group and they closed it down um, so there's been a lot of consolidation in in the industry, people unable to make money and and uh, able to grow things. Do you think this is like the, the continue or what do you see is 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 the trends in the, uh, the co- there,
1: there are many more of these stories in the pipeline for for the next few years okay yeah 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 so we we're talking about Google right with Google cloud um, yeah. and, and Ericsson selling their uh, platform to uh, another company i think what else do we have
0: yeah for, yeah I, think, I forget
1: i think vodafone the 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 ceo he also le- he already left it i think um, I
0: th- it's it's some connectivity company it's a, yeah. like a sim co- connectivity company yeah.
1: Uh, so, yeah so 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 they, they are trying to sell their it business yeah and and many more um are are in the pipeline yeah i think you know um um they all have the same problem, or we all have the same problem. And that is, it is an exploration market. And in an exploration market, it's, it's, it's actually always important when you are going to launch a new service or launch a new product that you have evidence that the market wants to have it, right? And that you um, experiment in a very cost-effective and rapid way. Yeah, fail fast, learn fast. Mm. And um, none of us are, are doing that. Yeah, for, so for example, Google, IoT Cloud. I mean, Google is a company with a lot of money. They have a mm-hmm. lot of means to invest. So they don't care anymore about doing small experiments, reducing risk before investing a lot in new services um, and risking, uh, how do you say that, um, uh, with the risk to lose a lot of money. Well, actually, sure. if, you, if you read the, the, uh, uh, the book of uh, Eric Schmidt, uh, what is it called? How Google Works. It's it's in one of the first chapters where he said that it's all about starting small. Even the idea of Google, like the search engine, started with, you know, in in the '90s. Let's just make an Excel file. Yeah, we make a database. We write a lot of keywords, and then next to the keywords, in in the second column, we write the websites, the, the the URLs, right? It's and then and then we send it to people and see how they react, and then they can you know use the search function in Excel to find find um, Uh, the website that they're looking for this is this so so this is how how he how they started with the id yeah it's a very cheap experiment a a very cheap way to do some market research let's make an excel and let's see how people react yeah right and that's what we're not doing anymore currently it's it's usually you know there is like an svp or a vp uh, that says, hey, I have this crazy idea. We should build this platform that can, can do everything for IoT. And IoT is a growing market because Gartner says that there will be billions um, uh, of devices. So let's just do it. We don't have to experiment. And then, you know, after investing 10 million, 5 million, there will always be someone who says, okay, why did we invest so much? Yeah. So it's it's all about, um, yeah. um, they all have the same problem the operators the, the the big cloud guys we are not experimenting anymore. we are just you know investing a lot in 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 new initiatives and in new projects, new platforms and um waste a lot of money and resources
0: yeah, I think everyone's looking for growth yeah and they're looking for big growth opportunities and if they don't hit it um that's then they just kind of move on yeah um it's it's interesting because I think IOT has so potential. I mean, if you work in the industry and you walk around, you see ideas for different devices and applications everywhere. Yeah. Um, but that then seems to be, there doesn't, just doesn't seem to be too much happening. And even, even it's funny, you were talking about house uh, hot water heater for my house. And um, I actually talked to the company who makes my hot water heater and they're like not interested. And I kind of pitched them on the same idea. And I'm like, how about just a sensor that detects humidity by behind your machine so if there's any kind of humidity it sends you an alert and i'm like you guys could save tons of money every year nope not interested yeah. good so yeah. um, what about scalability uh, you, you talked about scaling these things there's scaling these things to the notion you know one of the things they were talking about early on when the analysts were looking at this market is billions hundreds of billions of devices trillions of devices I don't think we even understand how to get all these really connected to the cloud. Is that even like feasible today?
1: Mm, I I, I really have no clue, to be honest. I mean, we haven't haven't seen it happening yet, right? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I I, I have no clue. I mean, um, um, there are some some use cases that we never called... um, IoT before and today we are calling it IoT, right? So the POS yeah. systems in, in, in the retail industry. That's um, true. And I mean, uh, I don't have to uh, tell you that uh, the POS systems are being used a lot <laughs> all, over, yeah. all over the world. And most of the IoT use cases will be similar. Um, very low data uh, volumes, very small messages. So, yeah, I, th- I think from a cloud perspective, um, Um, the technologies are ready for it it's just you know what i said what i said in the beginning not from the uh human perspective
0: not from the human it's really interesting but but that resistance to change i mean my wife doesn't want any iot in the devices because i used to work in the industry and she does she doesn't trust the security on the devices um she's really concerned about security how how about you do is your house stuffed with IoT devices? Are you concerned about security? Or where do you t- where do you stand on that?
1: Well, I have to admit that um, I don't have um, any IoT devices at all in my house. <laughs> I try okay. to I try to keep things as um, simple as possible, as long as, uh, as, as possible. Uh, that, that's that's who I am. Um, but I, I recently ordered, um, we we're talking about our wives. My wife um, very often loses her keys. Ooh, yeah. yeah. So I, I do that too. Yeah. <laughs> so I ordered this uh, this um, this tag this, this clip for her, which she can um, how do you say that? Yeah. I, I I don't know the English word, but you know what I mean, right?
0: It's a, it's an AirTag. Apple calls it an AirTag. I don't know if you got an Apple. No, no, it's
1: not an Apple one. It's another one, but it's similar. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 my daughter, she's uh, she's um, in the last uh, year of preschool. And here in the Netherlands, um, you can uh, th- when when you are in the last year of preschool, you go camping for for one week with the class, and um, they're not allowed to bring their smartphones with them because everyone <laughs> of that age has a smartphone uh, these days. So uh, I ordered um, this smart bracelet uh, from uh, from the company Lemon in Berlin. It's uh, it's actually like primary; it's a fashion item, but secondary, it has like something with which you can trigger like an alert, and then it will send a yeah. message with the location to your friends and family. So, so I, like in my personal life, IoT is just about to happen. Um, it's,
0: just, it's just entered in there. Yeah, okay. yeah. And, and
1: I have to admit that, that I, I am, since, since I, I, I bought this, I ordered this device, I am worried about, about, uh, about security. But then I admit that um, the fact or the part where um uh, what i'm worried about is that um she she use she uses a public wi-fi networks on a smartphone right so someone yeah. someone can 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 hack the smartphone and maybe change the settings in the app of the smart bracelet um but that that also um proves that security issues are not new for iot oh and they're
0: not getting addressed either yeah, exactly do you, do you, do you... Do you know the history of the Mirai botnet attack? No. Attack? No. So the Mirai botnet attack almost brought down the world's internet. It brought it down in a few countries. And it was an IoT attack. Basically, um, closed uh, caption television cameras all had this flaw in them. And they were all taken over. And they were just basically did a massive DDoS attack using the cameras. And it's loaded up the, so much traffic on the world network that it almost brought down the world network. And so it, the, the tool used to create that virus is something you can go on the dark web and download. So my 14 year old kid could theoretically create the bug that takes down yeah. the, the worldwide internet. And, and, and we're still seeing this same flaw on, on all these systems so no one's done anything to address this yeah so it's 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 a little scary yeah um I, 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 we say iot should be the internet of things not the internet of threats <laughs> so, really that is good. true
1: i i mean i understand uh that um so even though we already have security problems that we are not addressing or right, not yeah. fixing yet for for 20 or 30 years uh, yeah. even though i i still i, I still understand that with um, the potential of billions uh, of more connected devices to the internet there, there will be more threats um, uh, so yeah we need we need to be aware we, we need to take those threats into account but it's very complex right it's for each each type of use case it's uh, the security needs to be handled very different in some cases you also need to secure the physical device itself and not only the, 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 the data that, that travels from A to B. So it's yeah, complex. Yeah,
0: no, it, is, it is very complex. And what's gonna be interesting is that at some point we're gonna to get to a point where these devices are not only gonna share information with servers, but with other devices on parallel. And then, and then your, your security, your, your landscape changes dramatically and, and becomes even more complex. Do you have any predictions for 2023? As we we're talking about IoT in 23 to three what do you think is going to happen? Do you think it's going to be a good year for IoT?
1: Yeah, um, I mean, in in, in 22, we already saw that um, um, the 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 in 21, we had this big problem with chip shortage, right? So okay. so so those few companies that wanted to scale with IoT uh, were facing this problem with uh, with chip shortage. I didn't see that anymore. Um, especially in the second half of since the second half of this year um so one of my predictions is uh what i said before we will see more companies uh, selling their i t business uh more consolidation yeah. uh, especially mm-hmm. big especially large uh companies uh that's yeah. that's one uh prediction and um i think that um, um uh we will hear less about satellite IoT after Mobile World Congress. Maybe we will get a peak at Mobile World Congress. You know, everyone will, will jump on the hype and uh, and say, hey, we are working together with this satellite IoT connectivity provider. But after that, it will be very quiet. That's one prediction. And um, uh, I think we will see a lot of growth in... It's very boring, but it is still growth. It's utility and, and, and water metering. Yeah. I see a lot of tenders happening there. Smart waste management, same story. A lot of growth since uh, the second half of uh, of this year, um, and um, I think a matter matter with uh, the, the smart home protocol. Uh, they 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 are also unlocking some growth in that area. Yeah,
0: that's interesting. Well, it, it's going to be interesting to watch this uh, industry play out. Uh, I think smart metering is obvious. I mean, water is such a crucial resource yeah um and and i o t can do amazing things with water. I mean we can you know if you look at a country like Brazil, something like thirty percent of their water is lost as it's being distributed so if you if you wire up your network and you're tracking that data, you can prevent those losses, and that can change people's lives, so it really is it it and there's a lot of things like that that can do, IoT can do a lot of good. Um, the UN's talked about this, it's related to sustainability goals, but it would be good to actually hit those goals and not just create a lot more plastic junk.
1: But that's, that's a trick, right? You just said it. I, I think it's a very important topic because, and that's also what I really like about about IoT. The thing that I mm-hmm. like about IoT is that we don't know yet what IoT can do. We don't know how it looks like when you use the full potential of IoT, did you ever um, imagine that 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 players on on the World Cup will play with a with with a ball with a football with sensors in it and a track and a, and a tracking system in it? That's amazing, yeah, right?
0: I, I read, I saw that. That is really freaking yeah. cool.
1: Yeah, and yeah. and for example, you know, I never expected that um, that there are companies who are putting trackers in in coffins, you know, coffins to to transport diseased people. From, from, yeah. from country A to country B. You know, so that's, 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 that was a use case that really surprised me, like the, like the connected football. And like that, there will be many more use cases that we cannot think of today, but they are there. And um, uh, I think the trick to scale IoT, to grow IoT, is to make the concept of making things connected more mainstream. Yeah, because today, the most people around us, they don't know yet about that concept. And I think these stories, you know, like the, the, the World Cup uh, football, uh, these stories are very helpful. You know, if, if if people write about these stories and if people talk about these stories, then more business owners will think about, hey, what if I connect, I don't know, my my table? What if I connect my chair?
0: Well, I think, you know, it's just really complicated stuff. I mean, it's, it's hard to have a conversation about this without getting... Um, into all the protocols and and all the other stuff but just it's not stuff that you can just pick up and use you know if you if you go sign up for canva as a SaaS, within a few minutes you can figure out how to use it and you can start generating value iot if you really want to do it as a company you've got a minimum couple year investment it's a capex expense you need a cross organizational team focus on this you need someone from hr like you were saying if you're really thinking far enough ahead, um, it's, it's, it's really, there's a lot of stuff that could go wrong when you're trying to move that many pieces concurrently. Uh, and until we get to the point where it's more about the business case and there's not, there's, and, and more understood because, you know, I worked in the industry for a while. I consider I only know a fraction of all there is to know in, about IoT. It's still enigmatic market.
1: Why did you leave? the iot market
0: um just I'm, I'm someone who gets happy feet i the grass is always greener so i always like to move on and, and try new challenges and, and learn about new things so I'm, I'm someone who just likes to learn all the time so um it, i'd probably be fine in a prison cell with a book as long as it was a good book i have you. a
1: strong feeling that you will come back you have a strong <laughs>
0: all right well listen well we'll finish on that note um first of all let me be the first to wish you happy holiday season i wish you the best uh 2023
1: thank you very much likewise and since you sorry go ahead
0: live in holland thank you (laughs) it
1: was it was my my pleasure to be here thanks a lot um, steve and i wish you a very happy uh holiday season too listen afzal thank you and
0: and have a great Great. Great rest of your day. Bye. Thanks
1: bye. to you. Bye-bye. Okay. Oh, so interesting. It's such an interesting
0: market. It's, um, and it's really funny because Afsal wrote something really funny. <laughs> the reason, that was when I decided <laughs> I was going to invite him on, but he was like everybody I work with in the IOT industry, um, knows everything about what's going to happen. They're all geniuses. And he was kind of making fun of them because it's an industry full of, like, a lot of people are, are incredibly intelligent, incredibly skilled, most of them, many successful. But it's true. They've all got a really strong opinion about things, and it, it's kind of like um, religion, like being Catholic or Protestant or Muslim. Um, they're, they're, you're really stuck to it. And you can't really argue with them or discuss anything with them they believe what they're going to believe and that's all they believe and typically what they believe says more about them than it does about the thing it's it's really funny anyhow uh we'll see what happens in iot i think um there's i mean just one other example of interesting applications that are coming down the pike um lighting for city represents electricity for lighting represents one quarter of the average city's budget. So if you can use smart lighting to reduce that, that's important savings. Um, And so before they were building whole smaller lights with everything integrated with your your IoT integrated, and now they just have a little thing you can snap onto your light, turn any light into a smart light. So there's so many interesting thing happens in the industry, but it sure is taking a long time uh with that i wish everyone a super end of 2022 2022 enjoy yourself um enjoy your time with your family we'll be back in 2023 i think our first show will uh be on january 10th because we need to get give people time to get back to work and get settled in and all those things um thank you so much a wonderful 2022 and and uh Happy holidays. Oh, there's our end screen. Stay tuned in 2023, more on SaaS and technology. Bye-bye.